Hey, good evening. Welcome to another episode of Mr. Z. And fifth. Yeah, today we're going to re just reflect on um, 9-11. We're going to also reflect on Hurricane Irma. And NFL boycott. And the NFL boycott. Yeah, we're going to just jump and talk about those topics right now. Um, so how you doing out there? This is episode 12. Yep. And um, we are definitely um, um, here. Um, boys, for all the brethren and sisters out there that's listening, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, so um, I remember this since it's nine eleven, September eleventh. Yeah, we're we're recording the show as of yeah as as of September eleventh, two thousand seventeen. So that's yeah. why that's why we're talking about it because it this is so. By the time you hear next, by the time you hear the episode when it's uploaded, just know that this show. It was recorded on, on September 11th. September 11th, All yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Yes, man. So, um, okay, condolences go out to those who lost their lives on September the 11th. Uh, we refle I reflect on it. Me and general reflect on that, man. Um, I remember that day very clearly, like it was just yesterday, although it happened since 16 years ago. I remember... Um, like around eight, between eight and eight twenty, that Tuesday morning, I um, was getting an oil change with my little red Ford es Escort hatchback car, and um, and I remember like early in that morning, driving over to um the mechanic shop trying to fix um get that vehicle, or get an oil change on that vehicle. I remember um stepping out, looking at the uh, stepping out into the get to the um visitors room. And looking on the TV and seeing the, the towers, and I'm like looking at the towers. I'm looking. I'm looking at the news, and I'm seeing one plane flying to the um, state build Empire State that building. And then I see another. Then I said, I seen another plane. And I said, this this definitely got to be. That this looked like this was done on purpose. So as I looked at that, I, then I seen the, the towers tumbling down. Then I stepped out to where I lived, which was on Richmond at the time, Richmond Terrace, around Richmond Terrace on Staten Island, New York. And I seen across the water smokes, heavy black smoke going up in the air across the water. And I said, man, this is this is definitely something. Look, this looks very serious. I didn't know what it was at first, but could tell them from the news that they, they were saying terrorist attack. And I, and, and I remember that day. That that particular day, just panicking and um, running to my job, which I uh, did the law enforcement at the time too. That running to my job and definitely um, being part of um the rescue. Um, big um, condolences to the firemen and police officers who lost their lives that day. Yeah, yeah, I remember being part of the rescue, going to BMC around BMCC College around that time and being um chosen to be a um officer there during the rescue and um i remember and condolences go out to um i remember i have a friend from that used to play football years ago he died in the empire jason defazio shout out condolences to him and his family he died during the towers he had a he was getting married but um he didn't get he didn't make it to the altar because he he passed during the um he was a fireman and he passed during the uh towers that day was a day that um can't can't forget it can't get it out your head and every time th around this time passed around you know so yeah and I remember um the next day not getting no remember I don't know if you remember not getting no rate not getting no um everything was down TV was down it was that day yeah as that well, day yeah because you TV was down the phone lines yeah you couldn't even call. No, no, they, nowhere. Nine one one couldn't even was jammed. Yes. So yeah. you, you didn't know how everybody was because I was get, trying to contact family and everything. So yeah, yeah. no, you you cell, they had to shut the cell phones. Yes. Down. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I definitely can relate to what you're talking about. Yeah, man, they had to shut everything down, and um, I re and I remember how how much it was a panic just to um get to loved ones, and it was. It was chaotic, man. I was, and then I said, "You know what? Uh, they, didn't they shut the bridge down that time too?" 
They, shut, they shut down you know, everything, yeah. Because it was yeah. declared a state of emergency, of emergency. so at that point, so I, everything I, I was done. Even, I couldn't even get to... Well, as a matter of fact... I was not even married that, that, at that time. I had to try to get to my fiancé. He, he was my fiancé at that time. I couldn't, right. He couldn't even get to her, man. Well, was, remember, you couldn't... Yeah. A lot of people... It took a lot It took a lot for people to even get home, because remember, yeah. mm-hmm. public transit and all that was at a standstill. Yes. Because yes. at that point, yes, you're just hoping, okay... This happened in the air. Mm-hmm. What's happening on land? Mm-hmm. So a lot of things on land was halted. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So it was something to just look at and just say, man, man that's, can't believe it's 16 years later. And uh, time flies. And then, um, yeah, it does. you know, and still. 2001. 2001. September 11, 2001. Um. Man, it was a time to just remember that that can't take life for granted. We can't take life. Uh, you gotta hold, gotta uh, appreciate our loved ones and um, and don't don't think that the the day life is not promised to no one. You gotta just learn to respect and love one another. It's not promised that you're gonna get up tomorrow and see the next day. I know that was a normal, regular, sunny day. September Tuesday, September 11th of 2001. It was a normal, regular, bright, sunny day. The weather was nice, just like this today. It well, was in New York City. This then it was nice. It was beautiful weather. But that goes to tell you that um, it's just things can happen anywhere, at any time, any place. Can't take things for granted. You can't live like you can't live life like just taking it, take taking life lightly. You know, um, you gotta do. If you can do something, you gotta do it, and do it to the best of your ability. If you say you can do it, just do it. Don't take life for granted. You know. So yeah, man. Um, so just wanted to reflect on um, nine eleven. Um, condolences to the families and friends who are who lost their lives. And man, I just had to reflect on that, man. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting to hear. Me and you didn't know each other then, so oh, no, I, it's no. good to hear your side on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, once again, rest in peace to the families and people who have died, and and, it's, and those who have first responders, those who are the ones who are alive, but some have suffered from sicknesses due to the smoke and the yes, and and just the, the stuff that yeah. was in the building mm-hmm. that they b- breathed in. So that's mm-hmm. that's all I gotta say. On that, I I really don't have a lot to say on the on the matter per se, um, but just respect to those and and God bless them. So, mm-hmm. um, we also have a, a situation where on uh, what the okay, so over the weekend, and what I mean by weekend, we talking nine September ninth, tenth, right? Yes. So we've had Hurricane Irma. Hmm. Um, mm-hmm. passed through the Caribbean. Yes, and then hit uh Florida, mm-hmm. right? The southern mm-hmm. part of Florida went yeah. through uh Key West, my um the, the Florida Keys, mm-hmm. which is the, basically the Florida Key Islands. Yes, um Miami, um heading up to what's that? Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, yeah. Um Naples, Naples, yeah. Well, Naples is before Tampa Bay, but so it hit all the southern parts of Florida, right? It, yeah, it it's. The storm, well, the the hurricane is interesting because they predicted it would only go up. At one point, they predicted it would go up the east coast of, of Florida, but it ended up going between the east and the west. It's weird. It kind of like yeah, jumped mid Florida, Orlando, bit. and Tampa instead. Right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It kind of jumped around. Mm-hmm. It, I don't think it really hit Orlando like that, mm-hmm. but it kind of jumped around. And then now it's um as of while we're recording. It's going up Georgia, but it's losing its strength because it's moving off of the coast. Yes. And hurricanes are at its strongest point when it's on water. Yes. And when it has the the um the tropical humidity heat. Yes. Um mm-hmm. you know. So that's what that's what will kind of fuel it uh its most. Mm-hmm. Um but it's a good thing it changed because, you know, they was looking at category five, uh, I think you know, they was looking at it being a five, then it went from a four to a three yeah, to a two. two. Then it went down and, to and, one. And now a one. Yeah. Um, but with that said, that's the situation with Florida. But I want to go out of my way and talk about what happened to um 
Mm. Who's that? Uh, a lot of the islands got hit so bad. Yes. So, yeah. Oh, let's um, see. Cuba got hit. St. Martin. St. Martin. Uh, Puerto Rico. Puerto, and, and maybe but let's put this in perspective. You already had Hurricane Harvey that had hit a lot of these places first mm-hmm. and tore up Barbuda. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. it's 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 very sad. Yeah, very sad because out. now in some of these islands, it's like survival of the fittest now. Yes, St. Martin's got hammered so hard, man. I have one or two friends from St. Martin's. Um, um, yeah, man. Um, St. Martin's got really hammered, really bad, man. And so far, the death toll is about twenty-five right now throughout the Caribbean. Um, that's the latest on the death toll right now in the Caribbean. Um, twenty-five lives. Yeah, it's so, crazy. Yeah, man. So. Condolences to those who lost their life, man. And um, man, go on. Yeah, man. Um, I don't, so. I don't, I don't know what's gonna because now there's Hurricane Jose. When is Hurricane that Hurricane Jose's prediction path is that it's going to circle in the Atlantic. Uh oh. And it's possible that if it circles, then what will happen is is that it will either dissolve mm-hmm. or it'll just keep circling t- until it goes another course. You know, they yeah. think they think it could rotate and go back through the Atlantic, mm-hmm. but there's no way of knowing exactly what a hurricane is going to do. There's no way. My whole thing about my whole thing cool. about how these hurricanes are handled is this. So in Miami, they said a, a a building crane fell down, and my whole thing is this: if you knew a hurricane was coming, then what you should have did was lowered all of the cranes in that in the downtown area. Yeah, because that could cause that, that could kill people. That cranes, man. It, it doesn't make any sense for you to get warning that a hurricane is coming and, and then prepare. you decide to have the crane still up. The, a crane could do more damage uh, falling down and killing people or hitting a building yes. than the actual building that you're trying to build. Yes, yeah, yeah. You know, that's mm-hmm. my great one on how that's handled. You know how much tons of crane weigh? They're the longest tons? <laughs> well, see, look, cranes can be lowered. They got there in the first place. Mm-hmm. A, a crane didn't just appear out of thin air. <laughs> so you got it there to begin with. All you had to do was lower all cranes. the cranes. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, it matters more uh, to lower it and to do what you got to do to remove the crane Mm-hmm. And to do what you have to do to get it back, I know it costs money to move that stuff. Oh yeah, but you got to think about people's lives first. It just goes to show you that you know they care about business; they don't care about lives. Hmm. Hmm. Get out of here. Yeah, it seems that uh, that's that itis that has been going around all the time, man. I mean, you know, you do you value your, your business more than you value lives. Exactly. I mean, man, you know. You have these, you have these cranes up that can just. You know how much damage a crane can do? A lot of could damage. Do a lot of damage, man. Oh man, could do a lot of damage. Could do extensive amount of damage, People, man, um, You know, I think that happened when Hurricane Sandy hit us up here. I think there was a crane that fell. Yeah, they had a crane up here, over here, uh, Staten yeah. Island. Yeah. On oh, it was here on this borough. I thought it was in Manhattan. It might have been in Manhattan. No, yeah, I yeah, think most. I think, I think it was, it was Manhattan. Manhattan. Yeah, Manhattan. Most, like, yeah, most likely yeah, it was Manhattan. Manhattan. Yeah, but I don't know. They they need to handle that. What are your? Mm. What, what, so what are you? What are your thoughts on uh, about about this this about how natural disasters are handled? I think if we know that the, the like a hurricane has come or, or a hurricane or some kind of tornado but most likely hurricanes let's talk about hurricanes and we know that's coming we got to prepare ourselves better um um it's it's not like the caribbean the caribbean where it's like some of the homes are not prepared for that kind of um weight of like hurricanes some of the homes and some of the some of the places that's built in caribbean is not properly structured for hurricanes so that's why people so that's why he lost lose so many lives in the caribbean um but in the u.s is a, is a little bit in the u.s people people lose their lives here in the u.s too it's, i think people lose their lives in the in, on the u.s um you know some people they don't listen to the news they don't really pay attention to what's going on in media so they would step out for example they would step outside after the story they would step outside and then 
they will drive and they'll just you see rain heavy winds blowing just still go outside and be like you know let me go outside and hop in my car and they they go to they, and then you see a flying bark hit the windshield of the car and that's it it's it's like um you gotta prepare yourselves and you gotta take precautions people because we can't take these storms for granted because um it could, it could, you could you could you can get hurt and you can cause and you can and there's many lives lost even here in the U.S. too. There's many when people just don't really um they take it for granted. They don't really um take it can anything can be anything can happen. You know they figure that okay it might be a stage one okay nothing can happen and it can happen. You know just like what happened in Houston. Um, you know, uh, the officer, rest, rest in peace to the officer, uh, he was, I think he was driving and he drove right into a, it was dark. And you know that when the um, hurricane hits, sometimes the lights go out. A lot of things go out, electricity and yeah, no power. So power goes out and drove into a, didn't realize he was in a, drove into the lake, didn't realize that the water was, was so, so high. high. Yeah, he drove his car and couldn't get out, I guess the car water locked up. Filled, water patrol, filled up. Filled up in the car, the patrol vehicles, you know, the patrol vehicles, they lock up. So it's hard for you to get it when they lock up. It's hard, it's like you're trapped. Nowhere to go. And that's what happens, man. I mean, we gotta be, yeah, we gotta just pay, take precaution, especially stepping out in the storm. Especially it's like, man, um, some of us do take precautions. Some of us go out and they before the storm comes because you go to the supermarket, you 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 will fill your fridges up, you fill you know, um you go in and fill your basement up with water and so forth and so so on and so on. Just but um, we can take precautions to prevent um being more safe when these storms come. Not to say it, it could come; it's gonna come again. You don't know when, but we just, just but just we learn from the last one and we take precautions. You know, I definitely learned from um, the time when Sandy hit that uh, to take certain precautions and to um, also prepare yourself because I remember that time he was he was rushing to get batteries. He had nothing, no power at all, nothing, you know, and no heat, no 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 heat to heat up food. We, we didn't prepare ourselves with that well for these storms coming. Sometimes you gotta prepare yourself. You gotta um, bring supply of water. You gotta bring some f- foods that that don't spoil. And keep them in storage so you can have them to eat because you don't want to be stepping out there in the storm, man. And um, and, and then you're seeing trees blowing in the wind, and then you next thing you know, a bark is flying towards you, or or some kind of debris is flying towards you. Then you get struck. You don't want that to happen to your loved ones or no one, or no one or yourself. So we always we 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 are strong advocates of um taking precaution and being safe. In this time, in this time of troubles, especially with Hurricane Irma, it's a stage one now. But people, you know, so people don't really think it's some people not really taking it too serious because it's a stage one, you know, not too serious. You know, yeah. Um, you know, but this too shall pass, and they figure they figure that out. Um, what Trump said, this too shall this will pass, and uh, we're we'll be every going to rebuild again. So, Lord forgive me, but every time that man's name is. Uh, Mention it's a joke. I just laugh, man. I just, oh, I just man. laugh. But um, President Forty Five, huh? Exactly, yeah. Agent Orange himself. <laughs> but he, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people ain't really feeling Trump right now because they feel that the way he handled the Houston situation. You know what I mean? Uh, he didn't really head down there, and you know, I, let, me, let, me, let me let me let me just say this. Yeah, about, mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, my thing is this, okay? You know, he. What do people expect from this president at this from this point? Hmm. I don't expect much of nothing. <laughs> I don't. I expected what I expected when he ran. Hmm. You know, this was going to be a total crap show. You know, I mean, <laughs> I'm saying that the safe way because you know. But you know what I mean? Yeah. That's why I don't really I don't really have much expectations for him and what he does and how he handles situations. Yeah. So when he does something, I'm like, you know what? That's him being himself. I'm hearing people on YouTube talk say that uh oh give him a chance. Oh he's just, he's, he's a businessman. Give him a chance, give him let's give him a chance. Oh, just give him a chance, you know, and and Did they yeah. give Obama a chance? <laughs> 
They did not. Okay. He, runs with, he runs with two turns, but guess what? Every time he put his best foot forward, they shut it down. Exactly. So <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't. You know, I find it. I find it. I guess they have uh, amnesia or something, or some type of uh, eight-year uh, Alzheimer's disease, because they forget how they treated that man when he was in. Now I'm not. I'm not Obama's biggest fan, but I'm not his biggest critic either. Right. I'm not his biggest. I voted for the man. Mm-hmm. I did twice. Yeah, me too. Yeah. You know, but I'm not his biggest fan, but at the same time, mm-hmm. I'm not his biggest uh, uh, critic either in the mm-hmm. sense that I'm just going to just tear him down. So, you know, my thing is they didn't give Obama a chance. So mm-hmm. now you're upset because people won't give Trump a chance. And as a matter of fact, <laughs> people did. But I never heard Obama say the things that Trump has said. So if if Trump wanted sympathy, then he would have thought about that before he said and done all the things he did on the way in the house. Okay. Now, you know, that's what I got to say on that. I don't want to make this whole show about him, but I just want to mention that since his name popped up. Yes. Yeah. So what we're going to, um, Oh, so, before we move on, yeah. anything last you want to say about this? Because we're going to move on to uh to the well, NFL. People, the, the, I don't, I don't know how the, how the story is. The story is a category one right now. Oh, Jose. So, yeah, no, um, Irma. It's oh, okay, Irma. Yeah, yeah, because it's moving. It's moving. It says it's moving towards the Georgia coast. It's moving towards Georgia, but. What do you think? You think he's gonna do that much damage in Georgia? What is doing to that? They'll get, they'll get some rain. They'll have some wind damage, but they don't have to worry about um, um, ocean surge uh, yeah. water mm-hmm. because Atlanta is not built is not built on top of a, a, a ocean coast. So they don't necessarily have to worry about that. From that sense, do they have ponds and rivers and lakes? Yeah, I think there's a couple things that they in have Georgia, in that city. Yeah, yeah. but. Now you got the Georgia coast. So whatever's on the Georgia coast, you got to be careful about that. Hurricanes are the worst if you are a place that's on the coast because yes, you, got that, you got yeah. that, that, like, for instance, us mm-hmm. in New York City. Yes. Okay. We had, we had, we got, we're surrounded by water. We're surrounded by water. So that, that, that's an issue. Atlanta's not surrounded by water. Mm-hmm. Um, he, uh, southern, the southern part of Houston. Has water. Mm-hmm. The cent- central part of Houston has a, 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 a is not surrounded by water of an ocean because that's more inland. But they do have like a bayou that runs through the city, mm-hmm. and the bayou runs through um, uh, Houston. So the bayou got flooded. So then water from the bayou overloaded. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Now even though it wasn't, even though the uh, the um the downtown part of Houston is not on the coast per se, but you have a lot of the um industrial part of Houston that is on the coast. Um where a lot of the oil businesses and stuff like that is on the coast. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, because there is a beach that Houston has if you know, it's kinda like a suburb. Really the suburbs oh, yeah? yeah, it's like the suburb area of Houston. Oh. Okay. Those are the areas that are more closer to the water, per mm-hmm. se, mm-hmm. and those got hit. And then the thing about Houston, like what I, like what I said in the last episode, I said he, the way Houston is built, mm. Houston doesn't have the best water infiltration kind mm. of kind of system, sewer system. You know, I'm probably not saying the words right. Mm-hmm. That can a, a lot of times when Houston just gets a little bit of rain. These areas flood anyway because there's not enough drains. Drains, yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to have it. That's a better way for me to say it. Mm-hmm. Houston has to have a better water draining Drain system, system for the yes, city. For the city, yes. So that the water can go somewhere. Yes. They you need know? To, they need to structure that and build that in yeah, Houston. But yeah. they should have did it a long time ago because they've been having flood problems uh, forever. They just haven't had a hurricane hit them like this. See? And then I, I, I'm... I'm I am in support of a levee system now, uh, a levee floodgate system mm-hmm. being built all throughout the city mm-hmm. and all throughout the Gulf, Gulf course of Texas because you can't get hit again like this this summer. Yeah. They, they can't, they, they, this can't happen. 
Hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, you man. know, I, I would say Miami needs that too because after seeing the water get in the streets of Miami, Miami is already a sea level city anyway. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm not surprised. The, I'm not surprised the water came up like that. Yeah, I'm, on certain parts of Miami. I'm wondering in the Caribbean if they could do something like that because the Caribbean when they get hit, like especially St. Martin's, when they got hit, Haiti, hey, when Haiti got hit one time, they, Haiti gets a devastation when they get hit. I know when when St. Martin's got hit, they got really ravished. And I see, I seen on some clips on YouTube where a man was, this, I, I can't get this visual out of my head when this man was, maybe that was his only way of living. He was holding his truck up and a truck came, slammed on him. So he was trying to hold his truck up. He got out the vehicle and tried to hold his truck up to save his truck. But in the process of press, uh, pushing on his truck to save it from flipping over, he was he got out the vehicle and he put his two hands on the truck, the side of the truck, and was trying to hold it up. But the, the truck flipped on him, crushing him. I'm like, man, you know. Okay, Zacchaeus, hold on, man, hold on. Okay, first off, that don't make no dang sense because the truck weighs more than you. Yes. So then, why would you get out and think that your human self? Can stop a truck from being flipped over with just you putting hands up on it. Oh, she didn't do that, but the man did. And you know, it's just maybe that. And some people do that. They, Look, they, they put I mean, their, I, God bless his family. I don't want to be rough, but yeah, that just sounds crazy. Yes, he probably would have been. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know how to theorize that and, yeah, and to man. say how he would have still lived. You know. So I can't. I can't. I don't know. I'm gonna leave that alone. Yeah, but that just yeah. sounds crazy to me. That's that. Okay, mm-hmm. if you're in a hurricane and you got winds that are 150 mile, 100 miles on, mm-hmm. be smart. Mm-hmm. First off, don't even be outdoors. That's <laughs> another problem. He was outdoors, maybe trying to deliver something. I don't know. But, he probably was. It's yeah. be- it's best to be in something because mm-hmm. you know you don't want to have a situation where stuff is. Fl- you know, you know what the thing is. Hurricanes are more than just your body flying. Also, stuff flying into your body. Yeah, see? You have a lot of stuff that's on the ground. Debris, whether mm-hmm. it be mm-hmm. from glass, whether it be from metal shards or something like yes. that, from, from a construction yeah. site. Yes. That's why they tell you, if you live by a construction site, that's the worst because they have all types of stuff that's in at the, you know, there's all types of tools and whatever. If they, oh, if, yeah. if they didn't clean it up right. Sticks and piles of uh, uh, debris, uh, screws, yeah, whatever's loose. Yes, and these flying. that, that yeah. could be picked up by winds that strong. Yes, that's heading towards you. Yes, 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 for sure. So you you, you can't be out. You can't. You gotta be. You gotta be indoors. It's you best know. to be indoors when you have a tornado, hurricane, typhoon, tsunami. Come on. Yeah, man. So I know some people, they, you know, sometimes they want to save their businesses and that's the only way. They, that's the only means of living. I understand that. But so, so that truck, so it's possible that that truck was probably his business. Yes, his business. So yeah. he pop, but it's yeah. best to save your life. It's be- your, yeah. your life, you yeah. could rebuild, you could rebuild mm-hmm. your home or yes. you could get another one. But oh, what yes. you can't get is another life. That And that's the truth. You know, so we got to be safe out there, people, man. I, in, it's like you're trying to save a car or trying to save something. It's just material. It's not worth it. Your life is more precious to your family at the end of the day. Because um, in the smart, like I said before, my advice is smart to go. If you know a hurricane is coming, prepare yourself. Yeah. You know, with water, prepare yourself with, with food and water. Bring it in way ahead of time. These these are these are these are some strategies you can learn when you when there's a hurricane coming. You get everything you can. Um, if you ha- don't go out, if you if you don't if you don't don't go out for your own safety. Stay indoors. Stay on. You know, stay safe because um, man, like I said before, the winds they don't play. They'll it's like what Fifth said. Anything can fly up in the air. You don't know. You step outside, you don't know what's coming your way. No. When the winds are run, winds are, you don't know. It's scary. It could be electrical, you know, because they have a lot oh, of electrical yeah, power wires, lines. lines flying down when you're walking. Yeah, yeah. That's happened, that's happened nah, before, that's right? That's real. That's yeah. happened before, right? Um, Actually, there was a situation where the electric company, this is what the electric company does. 
Because I think a lot of people will equate the power going out with the actual damage. No, actually what electric companies will do is that they will, in preparation, shut the power off just so there's not a situation where, and this happens often, mm-hmm. where a power line falls down. Mm-hmm. So then now we got a wire on the ground, an active wire. It probably gets cut. And now you got an electric volts going into the water. And whatever goes into the water gets electrocuted. <sighs> and then the thing is, if an electric company now has everything in the way, trees down, because this happens. Now they got to get the trees off the ground so they can drive through. Even yes. when the water's gone. Mm-hmm. Say the water is gone. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Now we got the trees on the ground. Mm-hmm. The trees got to be picked up just so the the the, the electric companies could head your way. Yes. So they have to shut down the power mm-hmm. because now if they didn't shut down the power, then now we have a situation that's now worse. Mm. And then now the electric uh, the electric company can't even get out there in time to even uh, uh amend the situation. <sighs> Yeah, because so this is why you have situations where your power will be cut before the winds even even reach you, because <laughs> you know they were saying that's what that was happening. They were saying, "Yo, um, the storm didn't even hit yet, and I ain't well, the eye of the storm." Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, where they would say the eye of the storm didn't even get hit yet, and my power's out. Well, your power's <laughs> probably out, yes, because they want to prevent a situation to where. You know, you avoid a power line being down and then electrocuting people. That mm-hmm. that That's all that is. Mm-hmm. You know, science, if you know anything about electricity and water, <laughs> whatever is in that area or how long the water goes, the electricity will shock throughout that area. Yes, it was. It was shocked throughout the power that line area. could be mm-hmm. five feet away from you. But if we have a sparking uh, power, uh, power line hitting the water, then whatever is in the water is going to shock you. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going to electrocute you. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah, or, or if it falls on a fence, because we're talking about metal. Yeah. So so now people, there was a situation where a guy was, he went to do something, and he had to go through his fence to do it. This man tried to climb over his fence and got fried. because wow. be, You know, be, because the power, the, the, the wire wrapped around the fence somehow, and then it was literally sparking like you could hear. Zzz, 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 zzz. I remember you know? a story that my father it, told it, me. It turned into an electric fence. Yeah, see? I remember a story that my father told me. It happened years ago. And maybe this is, well, this is like 19. He told me this. He said this happened in, when he was growing up in Guyana. Um, his, his brother, Desmond, his younger brother. This is in, he, his brother was only 11 years old. This is 1961. 1961 in um in Guyana in Demerara Plaisance in Guyana uh, he was um the floor was wet the floor was the floor was uh, he was cooking with his, he was going in some kitchen with his friends and the water kind of filled up it was heavy rains and the water filled up it was thunder and lightning outside but it was heavy rains the water was the floor was filled with water a little it was like 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 it's like the it was the floor was already flooded already, but he was cooking, and the lightning struck and it, it electrocuted because he was standing in water. It, it electrocuted him because the lightning struck already, but the lightning electrocuted the water and he died right there. He was that's, only eleven years. That's why they tell you, old, man. That's why they tell you not to get in a pool during a thunderstorm. Yes, exactly. Him and him and his um little dog died. I he told me that story. And I, and yeah, that's sad. Yeah, man, that was his younger brother, man. My father's younger brother, my uncle. But um, and I just remember, I just remember that story because I remember him telling me that story. What happened when when lightning that that's that is not too is not too it's not smart at all to be standing in water when there's thunder and lightning and rain. It's not too smart, you know. So that's a tip to 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 advise anybody. It can happen like it happened way back when. It can happen now. That's not a smart thing to do. I just realized something. Yeah. Uh, I've been paying attention to the media. So we're going to get real, real on this one. Um, and after this, we need to move on to our next subject. But I want to talk about this. Yeah. You know, every time there's a natural disaster, right? Yeah. You always, have, you always have a situation where there's looting, right? Yes. So let's now get to this part. So they were showing people in Miami mm-hmm. going in the store, doing things, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like the media always does, they only show the black folks doing it. Uh, now, when they showed non-black people, when they were having stuff and, and all that, they would say the words find. 
find. Yeah. Or they found food. But when it's black folks, or they stole food. Oh, See what I'm why, saying? Why it's got to be for us? Why it's got to be stolen for us? Hey, remember what Katrina? Remember what Kanye? The old Kanye, not this Kanye. This Kanye, <laughs> he's, he's out of his freaking mind. But the old Kanye said straight said, up, Bush don't like black people. Exactly. <laughs> I remember that. Man. You know, he don't. He said George Bush doesn't care about black people because, mm-hmm. well, before that he said, you know, how, you know, when they show black people, it says that they're looting, but when they show white people. It shows that they were looking for food. So perception is everything, man. Yeah, I see. You know what I'm saying? See, that's what the, so that's that's the one thing I like to point out is that look, keep it smart. Do what you got to do. There's bad apples in every group, but here's the difference though. The one thing that with us, they like to paint all of us the same, mm-hmm. but with everybody else, it's oh no, don't paint us all the same. That's just them. Right. But then we tell them the same thing. Like, yo, this ain't all of us. It's just, you know, you just talk about those individuals. Don't talk about all of us. But then they start throwing their stats at us. Yes. Another white supremacist uh, tactic. <laughs> but then when you start throwing stats at them, you're being a racist. Mm-hmm. So I just want people to pay attention to the media with, with all of these natural disasters. Pay close attention to the media and what they're trying to tell you and speak of you. Yeah, pay attention to CNN, pay attention to the networks, eyewitness news, pay attention to them, you know? Yeah. So, here's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. We're going to spend the rest of the show talking about what's going on with the NFL. So, the yeah, season yeah, started, yeah. Mm-hmm. and I was, I was, I read somewhere that viewership is down. Uh, Good. I haven't been messing with football. I, I said it on, no. on, I said it on the round circle. I said that with how they doing Kaepernick and people who are like Kaepernick, you know, I'm not down with that. I didn't even, this Sunday, I didn't even um, care to watch a game so much. I was more into right. other things, you know. I didn't really have the time to sit down and really watch a whole game, you know. Coming from church, I didn't really, you know. It's just, it's just when I think about um, Kaepernick, man, I just think about, about how a brother can... um. But when we do things, I mean, he's criticized, he's ridiculed for something that is, he's standing for something that's right. And I think about that, I'm like, man, you know, I remember, I remember, um, when the Panthers, um, was doing the, the, the they didn't look, they looked at everything negative. They, they, they repainted them as everything negative and called them communists. Same thing with Kaepernick, man. It, it's like, they're not, they're not, um, hard, the NFL, um, teams are not hiring him. They kind of blackballing him. They pushing him aside, as it has been. You know, it just shows to show you that the, that they what what they call cr- as a criminal and crime. They paint as a criminal and, and crime. Every time you do what's right for us, it's always considered a crime and always considered something that's that's not to be. It's just valued as not not to be valued, but just put as a as a crime or put us as a as a um communist or something that's that's bad but 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 a person that's dog fighting oh they giving you or they 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 punish you for it but it's not that much of a severe punishment this is such as when you stand for what's right for for your black life that's a that's a severe crime you know um Man, if you could talk more about it and just reflect, we're just going to just look at well, that right now. Here, here's what I'm going to use to help me. So I'm going to segue into this. We've also had other players join the boycott. Now, we talked look about this. Yeah. We talked about this on um, one of the episodes of the Round Circle, the, uh, yeah, the episode, I think, nine, the story yeah. of Colin Kaepernick. And we mentioned other football players. Mm-hmm. One of these football players got into a situation here. Well, the situation uh, found him. Because he didn't do nothing wrong, mm. according to what I see, according to what they've shown. I don't know all the facts, but you know what? Every time something happens, they don't always want all the facts. They just say, oh, well, there's the video right there. So I'm gonna, all I'm going to do is judge from what the videotape showed. That's all I could do. Michael Bennett of the Seattle Seahawks was also one of the players this season, along with Marshawn Lynch that uh, protested and sat down during the national anthem in support of Kaepernick. And it may not necessarily be the support of Kaepernick himself, but Kaepernick's idea. 
You know what I mean? His ideal, his ideology. They stand for the same thing Kaepernick stands for. So this is somebody who's protest. So the very thing that happened to him was the very thing that he was protesting against, hmm. which is interesting. Hmm. And, I, and, I, and I feel like they got it out for this brother because he protested. On an episode of Undisputed with Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless, um, Shannon Sharp read what the Las Vegas PD talked about and why they stopped Michael Bennett. Uh, this happened to be during the uh, Mayweather-McGregor fight that, uh, that weekend. Mm. Okay? The video footage surfaced later. It didn't surface the day of the um, actual thing, you know, of the actual weekend, per se. But the footage has, you know, by TMZ. I'm going to play a clip of what Shannon Sharp said, and then we're going to speak about it. This is going to help us. So this is Shannon Sharp speaking on the Michael Bennett police interview. Did you read the Las Vegas? Did you read the memo that they sent to the NFL? Mm-hmm. This is what I would, it says, while the NFL may condone Bennett's disrespect for our American flag and everything it symbolizes, we hope the league will not ignore Bennett's false accusations against our police officer. Skip, what the hell does the flag have to do with this? What does what Bennett is doing in the NFL, yep. sitting while the national anthem is being played, why would they even bring this up? Well, it's just one guy bringing it up. Go ahead. Steve Gramis, the president of the Las Vegas Police Protective Association. Skip. So he's expressing his personal view before he gets into his issue. Uh, hey, he's big. Doesn't he speak for the, the police? Doesn't he, I mean, the union? He, he's their protective association. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. He says everything that flag symbolizes. Okay. And what Michael Bennett and Colin Kaepernick says, what that flag suppo- supposedly symbolizes, we want those protections for everybody, not just a few. And this, guess what? you like, involved in the shooting, our officers who are both minorities, Skip, why do we keep bringing that up? Now, you know, normally when uh, 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 something like this happens, they never mention the race, ethnicity of the officers involved. It might leak out somehow. Well, usually pictures are posted. Right, but I'm saying they normally keep that on the low low. Mm -hmm. Why why do they feel the need to to let it be known that they are both minorities? You see what they're trying to do to say there could possibly be no profiling of one minority to another. I'm going to stop it right there. Mm-hmm. So he said that usually when a lot of times these uh, police incidents happen, they never mentioned the race of the police officer up front. You find out usually later on yes. through media reports mm-hmm. what these officers are. are. Yes. But in this statement that the Las Vegas PD issued, they mentioned the race of uh, of the uh, of the police officers. Let me uh, tell what that is. Um, they happen to be that of the his. They happen. These police officers happen to be that of the Hispanic community, so-called Hispanic community. Okay. So I don't know if they were Mex. I don't know because I don't know if they were Mexican. I don't know. W- whatever is whatever is considered in a Hispanic community, which there are a lot of white Hispanics or Hispanics uh, who consider themselves white, that they put them in that community. This is no offense to to the Hispanic community. I'm just stating a fact that Hispanic is not a race. It's really not a race. Hispanic is not. A race, technically, right. So I don't know who these officers exactly are, but they said that they are that of the Hispanic community. So mm. they're trying to say, since they're Hispanic, they can't be racist. That's bull crap. <laughs> that is bull. That is bull because we know that we know for a fact. Me and you are black men, okay? Mm-hmm. Dark skinned black men. That yeah. And I do have experience with. People, not just uh, Hispanic, I mean, not just racism coming from that of the Anglo Caucasian so called white community, but I've experienced that from Hispanics and, and other people who are non white, but th- that are not black. Mm-hmm. I mean, just because, I mean, they, you know, they'll, 
shoot, there are plenty mm. of people out there who are not who are not white who hate us too. Yes. Yes. Okay. Especially yes. the ones that want to be white. Yes. Yes. Because you know, then because if they don't consider themselves what they are, and they consider themselves white people, then they have surrendered what they really are. The only difference is is that white people are going to know that you're not part of them. So they'll tell you, okay, Oh, you call yourself white, but you're not white to us. Hmm. I mean, I'll give you an example. Um, there was a, a interview on Telemundo. It was either Telemundo or Telenav. Hmm. This, this, this uh, reporter, she looked like a sister, but she had a very Spanish accent. Mm-hmm. And he said to her, to me, you're an N word. Wow. So he basically said to her, you ain't white either. Hmm. You're not, you're not part of us. Hmm. And he said it right on, right on air. I wish I could find the interview. He wow. said to her, he said, you know what? To me, you're an N word. And she wow. said, I, she said, I find that offensive. My question is, hmm. you found it offensive because he just told you you wasn't white like him? Or did you find it offensive because he called you the N word? I'm just trying to figure that out because maybe she was more upset about the fact that he didn't consider her as white. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Some like to consider themselves um, non, you know, they, 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 when you ask them if they're, um, like you said before, and I, and I know it, that Hispanic is a you know, nationality. It's not a race. No, it's not a race. So when when you say that, when you ask them, it says, oh, um, when they fill the application, they usually put Hispanic. Okay, and when they say who, so well, or they put white, or they, because, or they put because white, in, yeah. because through history and the census, uh, and a lot of the, uh, when they collect the census, they found out that a lot of people who came from Mexico and other countries that they lumped them in to being a Latino or the Hispanic community, they were putting down white. See. Yeah. Those, those of Cuba, the uh the Cubans who appear to look more white, they will identify themselves as whites. So this yeah. this, this is not something that is new. This may be new to others. Yeah, but, but a lot of us. but it's not new to us. No. I mean, let's just keep it real. There are some black people who uh consider themselves white. Okay. The, the Dominican um in the Dominican um diaspora, there's so uh, there's a lot of um, some Dominicans that strong believe that they, even when they they have dark skin, they believe that they're white. Right. They believe that they're non they're non African. So, it's a, yeah. it's it's so much of an oxymoron yeah. that that you said Dominican diaspora because there is no such thing. Because me and you both know that the Dominicans are part of the African diaspora. You know. Yeah. But but I know what you're saying. You're saying. In DR, yes, that's what they would consider themselves. That's what they consider You're themselves. You're right. Yes. Let me yes. play the rest of this clip, and then we're going to get deeper into this subject mm-hmm. because what he said was very good. But that's not the issue. The profile er is unimportant in this matter. It's the profile e is that you are looking at him. And because he looks a certain way or he or she looks a certain way that are dressed a certain way, mm-hmm. you become unreasonably suspicious yep. of them. That's what profiling is. Not that it's, oh, he was a minority, he was a Hispanic or he was an Asian. No, the police is, a, is an institution. It's symbolic what you represent. Mm-hmm. What is the NFL? What, 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 are, what are they investigating? What, okay, where is the misconduct? Was he fighting with police officers? Was he in the casino causing a ruckus? Was he, um, what, what is Roger Goodell supposed to investigate here, Skip? I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, and for, for, but you see, because of what have happened with Colin Kaepernick, they've allowed a lot of sponsors, they've allowed a lot of police departments to feel emboldened mm-hmm. because of the backlash. And it's like, well, if we say this, they're going to have to do something. Because they don't want, you know, they don't want this uproar. They don't want this outcry. This is, I can't even believe it. I mean, when I was reading it last night, I'm like, are you for real? And and you put, while the NFL may condone Bennett's 
disrespect for our American flag. Skip, that's in the first paragraph. The opening line. Skip, I'm just trying to figure out what does the flag have to do with why you want the NFL to investigate Michael Bennett? What I'm just trying to see the correlation, Skip. I'm not a detective. And I got one more thing, Skip. I'm getting with the body cam. She said, we, we can't leave the body cam on 24 hours because it's recording everything. So me and my partner having normal conversation, I start and get no, something I, I to eat that situation, right? When you think there there's an, an active, active shooter. So you're not in a situation right now where you're under the rest. You're supposed suppo to. That had Michael on the ground, his didn't work, but the other ones did. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know how that, but that's, that's what supposedly or allegedly happened. Mm -hmm. I just don't get what the flag, they make it a point to bring that flag in because they know who Michael Bennett is mm -hmm. and know what he represents and what he stands against. And before I turn it over, Skip, you two things can be true. They're not mutually exclusive. Mm. You can be against injustice, but you can be for cops. I'm for good cops. The bad ones, the hell with them. Mm -hmm. Now, very well spoken and articulated for us to expand on what that brother just said, because I agree with that last sentiment he just said. He said you could stand against injustice, but still be for the support of police, the good ones. Mm -hmm. But it's mm -hmm. the bad ones bad to heck with them. That's all we're trying to say mm -hmm. are those who stand for injustice, mm -hmm. because we want to replace the first off. Injustice is this is the system of white supremacy. It's an injustice because if justice is only in favor of one party, that's an injustice. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now, we want to replace that system with a system of justice. And when you replace it with a system of justice, you do need the law. Mm -hmm. But you need those who are going to uh, f fulfill and and protect the law the way they're supposed to and not the uh the and not the way that we've been seeing you see what i'm saying mhm mm mhm mm what is your take on that what Shannon said Shannon he dropped said, a bomb at the he, end he right did. as far he as did. what he said what he, what he said, further yeah. said yeah Shannon was a 100% right man i mean one one thing don't have to do with the other thing yep. this is all a conspiracy to just put Bennett down, lock him up because he's standing for what's right. He's standing for he's standing for what Kevin X stands for and what the other brothers stand for. Injustice towards black people, black men, black women. And this is this is what he's standing for, you know, by not you know, you're saluting what are we saluting to? You're saluting the flag, you're pledging of allegiance to an injustice system. To a system that doesn't that doesn't um complement us. A system that always, always sees us as the villain. A, comp a, a, a you know, a, a, a flag that always doesn't represent. It doesn't represent us. We represent the, the other party, but definitely doesn't represent us as far as, it, as far as justice is concerned. It's always an injustice towards us. So therefore, what Kaepernick and Ben in the standing for is something that, that the brothers, most of the brothers in the NFL should be standing for. And I understand you gotta you gotta pay your bills. I, I get that, but still, in the same token, it can, injustice can it may not happen to you, but injustice can happen to your children's children. Also, Hello. talk about the body cams, because remember, off air, I said to you, what's the point of these body cams if they're just going to be off when it matters? Because we've had cameras record things when it matters, and we still have seen injustice take place. Perfect example. Eric Gardner. That's yep. a perfect example. I mean, he was she was choked up right in front of us, murdered, and right in front of us, with a with a video on us, you know. And um, there's another there's another situation where you see um um Flago, um Fernando Castillo. Castillo shot in he, f f live footage, shot on live footage on um social media, right in front of us, and it was injustice done right there too. You know, so it's it's as was you know all this footage and still no justice being done. It it just that just speaks volume right there. 
And what Shannon was, was, was saying the whole, he was saying a, a whole lot. I know, yeah. big up to him, man. You know, when it comes to Bennett, man, big up to him. One thing doesn't have to do with the other. This is all a, a propaganda just to say that, okay, because you started with Kipernick, we, you're on the, we're going to investigate you. Think about it. The fact that they mentioned, yeah, the NFL may put up with him and with the, and boy, and protesting and disrespect of the flag. Hey. It's like you're basically saying, yeah, um, we know who this guy is and we decided to use, uh, non white police officers to do our bidding. We use them as our attack dogs mm-hmm. because that's all you are. If you work for them, that's it. If they can use you to do what they, uh, are already going to do. then you're basically their attack dog. And then you're no different from them. And then you, you in with them. Hmm. How about that? It's all a gang. It's all a mob. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, Shannon was saying that they're going to use the NFL. The NFL is going to investigate him for, for what? what? If the man didn't do okay, we need. Let me put it more in context. Something that happened. Something. Uh, what was it? The velvet rope. Something thing in Vegas. Something fell. Bow. And when it hit the ground, it sounded like gunshots. So everybody was running. Everybody. I'd be running too. Yeah. Let me tell you something. There are situations where I ran because people ran. Yeah. I yeah. ain't had to hear nothing. Right. Right. You ran. Yeah. Okay. You don't get caught up. Yeah. So. You know, this is what we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. This system. Mm-hmm. And like I said, they they mentioned that. Mm-hmm. So this sounds personal. Hmm. It almost sounds very, it sounds very personal. And you know what? Here, Michael Bennett, he's not poor. He's a brother. He got money. Hmm. But you being black with money doesn't make you not black anymore. Hmm. The racism doesn't stop because you got money. Hmm. And that's where that, you know, you got coons out there talking about oh well you know you got white supremacists and coons who work for the white supremacists that will say oh well you know he got money you know he, he a, a gob of that coon water yeah yeah you know what I'm saying <laughs> they, they, they're out there drinking coon water and, and coon aid <laughs> you know not Kool-Aid but coon aid <laughs> you know what I'm saying and then they're out there saying oh well you know he got money that's okay because it'll be all right. No, that man could have got killed because according to the TMZ footage, it looked like there was something being held up against that brother's head. Yeah. I don't know if it, I don't know if it was a gun or whatever or a taser, yeah. but that brother could have died that night. He could have. Yeah. It could have. Yeah. And then what would you be saying then? That's okay. Hmm. You'll find a way to criminalize him because every time police brutality happens and the, and the, and the person they dies all, they always criminalize the victim yes say he was a criminal he especially did this. If, yep mm-hmm. es- especially if he is a is a man of color mm-hmm. they go at it a way to criminalize the victim yes. who's been who's been victimized yeah. by the police brutality mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. do the best they can to do that and they always do they always do that yeah, you always see it. Eric Gardner, all of them, Fidel Castro, you know, Castell, they, they do that to They all always do that. Always but I'm going to tell you, it's only different when it's the other way around because here you had um, a police officer by the name of Muhammad Noor who killed Justine Diamond, a white woman. And the first day they found out what happened, the cop, they they said what his race was. I'm like, wait a minute, usually they don't do that. They don't let you know a white cop killed a brother. But with this one, they let you know that a a, a, a Somalian cop killed a white woman. Wow. Ooh. And they and did they criminalize Justine Diamond? No. No, they, they did criminalized not. the cop. So See? where 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 was all lives matter and blue lives matter to defend the cop who killed that woman? Yeah, yeah. We we yeah, we, where are they? Where are they? Right. Yeah, the, where the, are they? Now that that I'm not saying that it's okay to do that with the woman. I'm just making a point. I'm just making a point about the media and these uh, police bootlickers is that when the person is a person of color, they never give the person who got killed or harmed the benefit of the doubt. They never do. But I did notice with that Justine Diamond situation, they gave Justine Diamond all the benefit of the doubt. 
Hmm. And that's what you, you know what you should do. They should have did that for Eric Garner. They should have did that for Tamir Rice, a child. He yeah. should have got all the benefit of the doubt. He should have. Yes, he should have. Yeah. Because here's, here's our justice system. When you, when, when, when you are of the dominant society, you're innocent until proven guilty. But when you are not of the dominant society, you are guilty before proven innocent. How about that? There's a difference between you getting in court and proving you're not guilty and then you getting in court and proving and trying to prove that you're innocent. Oh, that may sound the same, but it's not when it plays out in court. That's the that's truth, man. So we're going to have to wrap this up. Zach, here's anything else you want to say about this before we go? Yeah, I got, yeah. You know what? When it comes to injustice, and you can see it, it's quite clear who 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 benefits. It's quite clear who who what side what what the benefit the beneficiary beneficiary is when it comes to justice and injustice. It's quite clear that we as black people we gotta cross our eyes and our teeth at all times, but the other side don't. It's quite clear to see that that in Bennett's case, that they, that they only did this because he he stood for justice. This like Kaepernick did. He, he he didn't. He refused to salute an injustice system. It's quite clear that you see it. It's quite clear. What Shannon talked about is, is so correct. You know. So we living in a, we living in a system that's that's dominant um, white white supremacy society that we. We gotta be careful where we go, you know. We got every time it's different when you're when you're being harassed and stopped by the police, and you're a black man or a black or a black woman being harassed and and shook by the police. You gotta no worry. You gotta worry about if you're gonna live or not. You know, it's this is easy. It's easy to say, oh, you, the cop just pulled you over. No, it's not easy for us because when the cops pull us over, we gotta worry about if we're gonna make it make it back home, right, Fifth? Exactly. So. So in my closing, that's what I, that's all I gotta say, man. Um, big up to Shannon, big up to Bennett, big up to the brothers in the NFL who was kneeling down and not, and taking a stand. Mm-hmm. That's right, Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. All them, all them cats that was for the Cleveland Browns and shout yeah. out to Marshawn Lynch and others who have joined in the protest. Yeah. So I'm gonna leave off by saying this really quickly. Um, you know, like I said, they they in that statement they talked about disrespect for the flag. Um, the one thing I probably said before in the past is that when you look at the history of not only just the Confederate flag, but the American flag at the end of the day, man, it's all racist. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Because these flags were created at a time where, where Zacchaeus, me and your ancestors, Mm -hmm. our ancestors Mm -hmm. were still in the cotton fields. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So. You know, when these flags were being created, hmm. I mean, they were being created at a time uh, for a particular reason and for the nation. But hmm. at the time, the nation didn't love us. Right, right. And so if you ask me, it's all racist, all prejudice. Hmm. And my whole thing is, you know, like a lot of the veterans said with Kaepernick, you know, we, 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 the American flag was, uh, you know, we, we, we was in a war and we fought for a war and we fought to protect the rights of those to also sit down mm-hmm. uh, 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 for the flag as well. Stand or sit, you know, you know, that's, you know, are we, are we a freedom nation or are we a nation of, of, uh, of, um, of, uh, of a dictatorship because a dictatorship would be, a country like North Korea, mm-hmm. uh, God forbid somebody sits down during their uh, anthem, they'll probably get bodied right on the spot. <laughs> now, uh, that is that what you're proposing for this nation? <laughs> or, 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 or do you want a dictatorship? Because, because America in a dictatorship would mean that somebody like Kaepernick or Bennett would be shot right on the spot mm-hmm. for not saluting the flag. Mm-hmm. That's a dictatorship. You know, that's probably what y'all want. Hmm. And here's what I want to say. 
How dare you tell me what I got to do when the American flag comes up? How dare you? You don't tell me to stand up and put my hand over my heart for a nation that puts their gun to my brother's back Hmm. and doesn't even blink. Don't tell me that. Yeah. Okay. Because you wouldn't tell somebody of the Jewish community to put their hand over their their heart heart for a swastika. Now that's my, now that's my final thought. Speak on it. (laughs) Zach, Zach Kias, where can they reach you? Yo, you can reach me at Wayne Backus 2 on Twitter. At Twitter, Wayne Backus 2. You can also reach me on Facebook at Wayne Zacchaeus Backus on Facebook or Wayne Backus on Facebook. You can, um, Zacchaeus B73 right on Instagram. Yeah, go get that book, Bad Man, a Thug, and a Gangster. Yeah. That's what I'm going to support my brother. You can contact me. At the fifth general, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. All right. So we're going to end this. Um, you know, yeah. just what we said was real, you know, right. and mm-hmm. we don't, we, you know, to be, I don't say this all the time, but this episode is, is important because we're talking about 9 11 in the beginning. Yeah. This ain't to offend nobody, but I'm just speaking on the reality of things. Mm-hmm. Okay. And mm-hmm. what, you may be going through is not what everybody else is going through, but you need to acknowledge everybody's struggles. That's right. A, a, a fair-minded person is when he respects everybody's struggle, mm-hmm. not just his, his own. His own, that's right. So we're going to get up out of here, all right? Mm-hmm. So signing yeah. off. Mr. Z. All right. And fifth, we'll get to y'all next time. Tune in next time. Peace. Peace.